0: I feel like season one is the era of Xander's shirts.
1: Yes. Well, though, we would be remiss if not to mention a very special hoodie that Buffy wears in (gasps) (laughs) In the first episode. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. (laughs) It is cheetah, it is fur, and it is cropped. I didn't see (laughs) the crop. I did not.
1: (laughs) Like, not intense cropped, but definitely the cropped of the 90s. It would not – Touch the waistband of a low-rise jean.
0: No. (laughs) It's like waist length. Perfect. Oh, man. Um, It's cute. It is. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it suits her personality. Yes.
1: Though it is a little bit louder than I think what she's – her normal style in season one. Yes, yes, yes. Like she definitely takes more fashion risks
0: later in her life. All right, welcome to another episode of Hell Mouthy. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent. And I'm your other co-host, Ryan Mogi. All right, so never kill a boy on the first date. Yes. Uh, we've reached a point, I think, in the
1: series where things are getting a little more comfortable. Like, our dynamic is definitely set. Uh, how the characters interact and and the what the status quo is.
0: Yes. I think, yeah, for sure, we are seeing the start of – the training. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, I was mm-hmm. so excited yes. that we opened in the cemetery with Buffy and Giles training and kind of doing a little patrolling.
0: Yeah, it
1: that's that's the sweet spot for me. That makes me excited to see.
0: Yeah, we're definitely starting the swing of we're getting into the swing yeah, of things.
1: Absolutely, and I mean one of the themes that the show does forever, but definitely is made very explicit in this, is that Buffy wants some normalcy. Yes. She wants to feel like a normal
0: girl. And that includes going on dates with tall blonde dudes named Owen. Oh my God, Owen. I – I hate Owen. (gasps) Hate. Controversial statement.
1: No, I don't think it is because he's kind of a dick. But wait, but why do you hate him? Because
0: he's a dick. (laughs) Yeah, fair. He – okay. First of all – he go, uh he he arrives into the library and is like, mm-hmm. do you have any uh, – does he even call her by her whole name? Does he just say Emily or does he just say Dickinson? He says one of the two.
1: I think he says Dickinson but then later – then later Buffy gets confused about the last name. Yeah,
0: she says Emily Dickens. Yeah. But – so he like walks in and he's like, ah, I'm – I lost my Dickinson.
1: Which – so you go to the school library? What about the fucking bookstore, bud? Yeah.
0: Like that's not a replacement – no. Also like what you need, Emily Dickinson. You need a book of her poetry on you at all times.
1: It's also such a weird high school boy choice. Yes. Because if it was like Vonnegut
0: or yes. Bukowski, I uh, yeah, mean, or yeah. Hunter
1: S. Thompson, how many dudes did you know who were like super yeah. into that stuff? Yeah. But Emily Dickinson, I mean, I guess it positions him very specifically, but it was a it's a weird favorite author.
0: Yeah. I think there's a she, you know she's like a woman who writes very much about death and Absolutely. is like uh um very morbid and mm-hmm. um I think that that is maybe supposed to be a parallel between like he sees Buffy as like I don't know um he, this l- literacized version of herself mm-hmm. and tends to romanticize what she's doing because he only sees that Like in a book, in Emily Dickinson's And we will
1: see kind of that stuff echoed in future seasons too of people who are super goth and really into vampires or people who who idolize Buffy in this kind of – make her a figure rather than a person. Yeah. Um, But on top of his weird predilection for – Depressed, <laughs> uh, shut in authors. He's also mean to Buffy. No, he is. When he says to her, I didn't think you read. Yeah. Okay. So condescending.
0: That. And then when he, okay, when he comes up to her in the hallway after she, mm-hmm. like, um, is afraid when she sees Cordelia yeah. and him dancing, when come on, Buffy, like, read body language. He was so uncomfortable. You were witnessing okay, a but sexual how do you assault. Watch that
1: and then think that you ever want to touch that man.
0: Yeah. I know. He's
1: like a, a he's a living
0: dead fish. Yeah. No. Like uh uh No. <laughs> it's like she is Ugh. So she approaches or he approaches her. Someone approaches yeah. someone in the locker yes. hallway. Well,
1: cause she's like, I guess I'll just be alone forever and Owen's oh it's not for right. me. And Sander's like maybe someone else is for you. Oh like, god. Shut up, shut Xander. up, Sander.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so early in the series for me to already just be at like, shut up, Sander. But I am. I'll get less up, Sander later, but right now.
0: There's less reason to want him to shut up later. That's true. I mean,
1: and then there's times where you just want to punch him in the face. Yes. And there's uh. times you want to give him a, like, hug. So, right, but right now, I'm, like, 90% sure. Sh- we haven't even gotten to when he becomes no, a hyena. No, 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 uh. <laughs> So, right oh, now, no. already, I'm like, shut up, Xander. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He approaches her in the hall, and she's, she, he asks why she didn't show up. Yeah. Which is a valid question. And No,
0: fine. Perfect. Ask.
1: So, she said, okay, all this banter was not cute to me. Oh. <laughs> and then she says, her alarm didn't go off.
0: She... Lost, she lost her watch. Okay, and her doesn't house have, doesn't
1: have any clocks, and, and she he, didn't know
0: what day or time it was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which, what? all right, Buffy, you're so lucky, you're cute. I don't know what know. you're doing. Um, and so he gives her his watch.
0: Okay, already, I'm annoyed. <laughs> already, I'm like, what are you doing? I don't. But then, okay, when he says to her, because he's like, I'll see you at seven, and he's like, that's when the little one is right here, and the I was like. Get the fuck out of here.
1: But then she is into it. She's like, oh, you mean the one between the six and the eight? Because she is a
0: stupid 15-year-old or however <laughs> old
1: she How old is she? 16?
0: She's stupid. Buffy, six seasons she, from now, would not have.
1: No. But I think that is the difference between a girl and a woman. Yes. And I think that there – I can identify with the like being drawn to this guy who seems sensitive and maybe yeah. seems to think he's better than everyone else because you want him to also think you're better than everyone else. But I'm a grown up and that's gross now.
0: No. Yeah. And <laughs> I, think, I think that is like – I mean the show was for like teens to watch. Sure. And I, I I think maybe the reason why I hate it so much is that like 15-slash-16-year-old mm-hmm. me would have been like, OK, thanks for the watch and like yeah. bought into his shit. Right. Also, is he 35? How He's old is so that old. man? He's so He's old. He's so
1: old. He's so old and it's like – all of them are, I feel like Willow is the closest to almost looking like she could be in high school. Yeah. Almost. But all of them are so old. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen that Tumblr, uh, adults playing teens? No. It's amazing. Adults playing teens, Tumblr.com. They didn't, this is not an ad. It's, it's just, <laughs> it's upsetting because it's, they, it's, they'll show pictures of an actor when the, like a yearbook photo from their mm-hmm. actual high school time and then a picture of them. Like there's one, the ones I can was like Kellen Lutz, like actually in high school. And in high school, he looks like a teenage boy, like yeah. an actual boy. I don't know, two and oh, when he's playing 16, he's got like washboard abs and yeah. like he's huge. And it's like, yeah, no, teenagers on TV don't look like teenagers.
0: No, yeah, cause they look like 25 year olds.
1: Yes. And Owen. And they're actually
0: 35 year olds. <laughs> if
1: Owen approached me in a bar, I might think he was too old for me.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, what, I would
1: talk to him. He's cute. No, if he told me he, he was surprised I read books.
0: Oh, God. That would be the end of the conversation. If he gave me a watch, I would have <laughs> thrown it on the floor.
1: I, he, <laughs> what if he told you, like, he doesn't usually think dating's, like, worth anything because, like, what are women? Oh yeah. Who cares most, about women? Most
0: girls are so shallow. I was like, what the fuck? Go fuck your dead Emily Dickinson.
1: Like, who he, wouldn't have fucked who you wouldn't anyway? Have fucked you.
0: No. Ugh. She would not have bought into his shit. Nope.
1: It was nice to have this different foil, because I feel like so far we've kind of had the bad guy has been very clearly paranormal Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And we do have the Anointed Ones rising in the background, but I feel like Owen is kind of the antagonist to a lot of what's happening. Oh, yeah. he causes trouble.
0: He is playing the part in, like, a male – like, if if he were a female character, Mm -hmm. he would be, like, the – traditional, like, save me, I'm a damsel in distress character oh, he's totally for the male damsel. lead. Because he's just, like, bumbling around, mm-hmm. getting into trouble, and is really street dumb. Oh, and is he supposed to be new in school? Why why is everyone all of a sudden talking <laughs> about him? I, like, I had so many questions. I was like, I can't think also of the equivalent mm-hmm. of that guy at my school because – Usually, like, the bookish, serious yeah. guys that you liked at least had some, a friend. He is always Unless alone. Unless he's
1: – here's the thing. And maybe they just cut the line for time. Maybe he was homeschooled or he transferred from another school okay. and he's only been at the school. Like, maybe he is even newer than Buffy. Okay. That's the only way I can explain it because you're right. You would at least have a person you sit with at lunch. Yeah. Or, like, a crew. And there were people – because we had at my – High school, this, like, this magnet program mm-hmm. that uh, was – it was the IB program. So it was all um, international baccalaureate. So it was kind of a bunch of very intelligent, high-achieving people. Mm-hmm. So we had a bunch of hunks who were, like, snot – intellectuals. Okay. Like – and I – now <laughs> I hope no one from <laughs> my school is – now I feel like uh, – if you're thinking I'm talking about you, I'm totally not. I just did to uh, microphone. Uh, but, like, there were, there were, like, really, like, strapping young men who were intellectual snobs. And so that part I related to. But they had friends. Like, they didn't
0: sit alone no, at they lunch. they had each other.
1: Well, and good-looking people don't sit alone at lunch. That's, like, not a problem for good-looking no. people. No, and that's the thing. People want to spend time with you. If you look like you're 35 and you're really tall, you've got, like, nice hair. Yes. Like, people want to sit with you.
0: Like, and obviously Cordelia and Buffy do, but why are they the only ones?
1: I don't know. (laughs) And why is Cordelia – if this dude has been around, why is she all of a sudden noticing him? That's
0: what I'm confused about. It's like, Why today? (laughs) Why today – why is today Owen's day? I don't
1: know. Like, I could see if Buffy and Owen were sitting there that Cordelia would walk up and be like, I'm going to steal him because I want to come at Buffy. But, like, no. It was separate. Though this episode we did get the first time Cordelia sees Angel.
0: And she is on board.
1: Who isn't?
0: Who wouldn't be? He looks great. (laughs) He looks good. Okay, when Angel comes into the bronze and he Mm -hmm. sees, like, Buffy and (laughs) – and uh Owen, on like the most chaste date ever, yep. like they're standing like four <laughs> feet apart. She has her hands behind her back, <laughs> and he like he comes in, and Buffy's like, mm, this is my date." I was like, you saw you saw Angel walk in. Mm-hmm. You are looking at Angel, and yep. you are looking at Owen why 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 <laughs> are you choosing Owen right now? Yeah,
1: well, okay, part of it is that all she's right that angel only shows up when there's trouble. Yeah. And he shows up to give warnings and leather jackets.
0: Yeah. And he doesn't talk. And he to doesn't her. really
1: talk to her. So, and we, we know that just by looking at Div Brianna's eyes. Yes. We know he's carrying a torch for her, but she doesn't owe him anything and has no reason to think that no. he is interested. Like, no, I don't know that she really knows he's an option for her.
0: I don't think she knows either because, I mean, he is so, uh, this is gonna sound like so weird. He's so like evasive and like barely ever there. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, he seems almost like at this point to her, like sexless. He's like, yeah, just like there to give well, messages. Oh, no, but he does like, he, he, oh, he looks at her nips. He looks, <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, he looks at her nips, but I don't think, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Here's the thing whether or not he is asexual, she doesn't see him as sexless. Because
0: – No, she's into it. She's into it. it. Yeah, she's sprung
1: on him. That's true. So I think she's down to clown mm. if he – if he just gave her the right signal, which yes. maybe he will. The next episode that we're going to watch is called Angel. So oh. I'm just saying. There might be some developments.
0: I hope so. Oh, I wanted to mention that um, – so at the very beginning yes. when um, they find the ring mm-hmm. and like Buffy has that tussle and then yeah. Giles is like, oh, look at that. And, like picks up <laughs> the ring. And he's like, I want to consult my books. And then it cuts directly to the master who's like looking through his book. Yes. And, um, I think this kind of is the beginning of one of the themes that we see a lot in Buffy, which is the theme of fate and, mm-hmm. uh, things being preordained and, and how much, I guess, how much control you have over your own fate. Right. Um, and also like how the different forces and characters ascribe to those notions Mm -hmm. because Giles is very like old school. Like he he is a born and bred watcher Mm -hmm. and he very much is like, the answers are in the books, the answers are in the books and he's always looking in the books. Yeah. And as we know, and we will see both uh, in Buffy and later in angel is that like all, everyone is always looking through these like old ass manuscripts, trying to figure out like prophecies Mm -hmm. and, you know, future shit. And the thing is, is that, out of all the characters, to not really, I mean, to, to take into consideration and to be affected by, it, but to not necessarily think that those things are set in stone mm-hmm. is Buffy. Yeah. Like, Buffy exists with or without those prophecies, I think. Or. Well, it's hard because. I mean, does she? I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> is she, is she the slay? I mean, the slayer is her fate. Being the slayer
0: is something right. that
1: she didn't choose or seek out or um make happen for herself that happened to her
0: yeah but i think something that she uh, and and you know she wants a normal life she wants yeah. all these things something that buffy brings to it is that she's not just a, a slayer she's buffy mm-hmm. the vampire slayer right and i think that when we seeing that like seeing mm-hmm. that buffy is more than what is expected of her i guess mm-hmm. um and and her like d- her Sometimes voiced disregard yeah. for what the books say to do or mm-hmm. whatever kind of reflects her like thinking outside of the box and how right. she is like – we will see in the future like how other Slayers were defeated in the past mm-hmm. and stuff and how they weren't – they didn't think like Buffy. Like they right. were very like like boom, boom, boom mm-hmm. by the book. Um And I think that – well, obviously we, we do see that that kind of thinking is what puts Buffy ahead of the game. Like not just being like, okay, this is what the book says I have to do mm-hmm. and if the, that doesn't work, then we're screwed. Right. I don't know.
1: I think you're absolutely right. It's interesting. I think in the long run that's true. In the in this episode, no. she's very capricious yeah. about fate and it turns into a dangerous thing. It puts people in danger – it puts Owen in danger when he didn't need to be in danger. It reveals her secret to someone and in the end, she thinks she won and she lost. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. I think you're right in the in a macro sense for the series, it's her her belief in her own power over fate and her ability to subvert fate mm-hmm. is one of her greatest strengths. But in this episode, she's made a step, she's lost and she doesn't even know. Yeah. She's behind and she doesn't she has no idea.
0: Yeah. And I think this episode demonstrates like the dangers of being that kind of slayer. Mm-hmm. Um because as we see, she is wrong. Right. Um,
1: and we don't – in this episode, we don't really know beyond that the anointed one is going to help the master uh, free him from his prison. We don't really know the power of the anointed one yet. We don't – Right. We don't know what those ramifications are going to be. But for right now, she's sleeping on a dangerous thing that's happening.
0: Yes. Yes. Um
1: it's weird. Every time I watch this after the first time, cause the first time I had no clue the little boy was going to be the anointed one. I didn't see that coming.
0: Well, the first time you saw the it. The first time I saw it. Oh, this no, because they do, like, it isn't an obvious red herring because, like, the other guy, the one that's like, yeah. and thou shall be whatever mm-hmm. I have been arisen or whatever.
1: But when you watch it, knowing the twist.
0: Yeah. You're like, oh boy.
1: But also, <laughs> why is his mom talking to him like that? The little boy's mom? Yeah. And is it the little boy – like, I get confused on rewatch because when when the uh god southerner, southern god guy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he dies and then comes back, he has the exact same personality. Yeah. He has not changed at all. Yeah. So was the little boy evil I and had know. a mom and played yeah. with airplanes? Or was he possessed by something upon death? It, it's unclear. It, it's a great twist in the moment and you're like, oh my god, it was the little boy. But when you rewatch it, knowing it's coming, you can't see those little breadcrumbs.
0: No. And that is a little bit annoying because, yeah, I mean, I, I was wondering that too. I was like, wait, so has he just been like pretending to be a good kid up until this point? Has he Was he yeah. born evil? I, I I don't know. I don't know. He certainly looks evil now. He looks crazy evil. <laughs> he looks
1: super evil. They ca- did a great job. Their casting on the show is great. Yeah. But they did a great job casting him. Cause he does look like he would skin your cat alive. I no, mean, totally. Specifically your cat. So My watch cat. out.
0: I better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you notice that Xander references Kale?
1: I did. And, and I it, was like,
0: wait, did people even know what that was? Back <laughs> I don't
1: think so. Here's the thing that is true is Kale used to be like parsley. Oh, like kale was used on the edge of plates.
0: Like to put a thing on it.
1: Yeah, like just random roughage for decoration. Interesting. Because it is so cheap and whatever. Mm -hmm. So I I don't either Joss Whedon was ahead of the curve (laughs) and somebody in LA was already eating kale as a superfood, or
0: He was on the wrong side of history. (laughs)
1: Either way, (laughs) he made a good call by choosing kale and not parsley, because that would have just been weird. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that was funny that he mentioned kale. He also, and I know we rag on Xander a lot, and he was set up for this because Buffy – decided to get ready for her date with him in the room, which Oh, God. Is, Ugh. That uh, – Is – that's something you do with your girlfriends, not with the dude who's in love with you, that you sort of know he's in love with you. She knows by now. She knows. And uh, I know she wants to act like it's not weird, but she's setting out. When she asked him what lipstick to get to wear.
0: That was he, such uh, a – like, I'm playing dumb with you right now.
1: And his response is – Okay, no. Is, to slut shame her? So to slut shame her.
0: I wrote – that's what I wrote. Yes. I wrote that as well. I was like, Xander – no, yeah, when he's like, hey, he's going to tell everyone that, like, you, you sleep around, that you're easy. Because you wore lipstick. The girl should not la- should not have laughed him off at that. Like, Buffy should have been like, we need to sit down and – Yeah, we need to have a conversation. You can't treat me like this.
1: No. especially you can't treat anyone we, like this. Yeah, especially when we know he has dreams about making out with her. Yes. He has dreams about doing with her the exact same thing he's trying to make her feel ashamed about considering. Because
0: he considers her his property. <laughs> Truth. <laughs>
1: Which, oh, Xander, these are not nice episodes for him.
0: No. I mean, things only go, get worse. They
1: get so much worse. I do, I mean, speaking of wrong side of history, <laughs> um, Buffy being like, if apocalypse comes, beep me. That was not my Buffy impression, by the way. I don't know why that no, was. <laughs> no, no.
0: Um, Buffy had a beeper. She had a beeper. What? I a wonder what door.
1: <laughs> I wonder what Giles's code was. Like, did he spell out library like seven one
0: eight? Oh my god! <laughs> I don't even know how to use a beeper.
1: You put your phone. So like, you call the beeper number. Yeah. And then I think it's you just press like pound and you put in a a numeric code that is going to show that up.
0: they know the code.
1: Well, it could be your phone number. That's the easiest oh, way that's to do it. Like, who
0: called me? Great. Yeah,
1: and you just call that number back.
0: It's but like, you have to go to a phone.
1: Yes. Well, yeah. Because You not, can't use there's it. There's no. For the beeper <laughs> doesn't call. It just receives numerical message. I never had one or anything, but I just remember.
0: I remember, like, because my uncle's a doctor. Oh, like, okay. And I think actually, do they still have
1: them? Um, I I would imagine that everyone's moved to cell phones, but maybe they do. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if a hospital has their own way of doing things. Yeah. Um, I don't have any doctors that I like could ask. No, intimately. I mean, I could – No, could intimately. <laughs> no, like I don't – like I have my – my aunt is a nurse, mm. but she works at an outpatient surgery center. So there's no emergencies where they make her come in. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. when yeah. you're a surgeon or something, you, there's emergencies. Yeah. But the thing with the beepers that always used to bug me in, on television is that people look at their beeper and then they go, oh my God, so-and-so went into labor. And I'm like –
0: How do you know? How do you know that?
1: You so- see a number – so it's maybe they were like, they ha- they're like,
0: we have a labor code.
1: But then sure. it's like, so you don't know who how- it is.
0: Oh, God.
1: Yeah. So I'm so glad now we can send texts. We can send yeah. moving images, animated GIFs. GIFs, I hate. I it. say GIFs. Okay. I like saying GIFs so much better.
0: But everyone's like, it's officially GIFs. And I'm like, you're on the wrong side of history.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Kelly just says that to everyone all oh, the <laughs> time.
0: <laughs> I try to say that to every single person I meet. Um, oh, Willow is like miss exposition in this, but she's like, Owen talked to you. He's this, this, and this. He's always doing this. And I was like, Buffy knows she's talking to you about him. Yeah.
1: No, Buffy's aware. <laughs> um, also, there was a moment, and I don't think this was on, maybe it was an inside joke from the costume designer, but, uh, at one point, Buffy is standing in the hallway after she, okay, now let's remember what happened. <laughs> Owen said, let's meet at eight o'clock. She stood him up. Yes. Then showed up at the, at the Browns to see he was dancing with Cordelia. Yes. So the next day, Buffy is talking to Xander and walking down the hall and she's like, I think everyone's staring at me. She's wearing a target on her shirt. She is wearing a target on her yeah, shirt. Yes. That's what I was bringing yes. up. But also, is everyone staring at you because you stood someone else up? That's not how staring at someone works. No. If you got stood up, people might yeah. be, like, pity you. She's the one who is at Raw. Like, she's the one who blew him off. She stood him yes. up.
0: She stood him up, but she's like doing that teenager bullshit mm. where it's like – I. but I saw him with someone else. So it's right, like, but what was I supposed to do? That's why
1: you might feel sad. But one, no one is looking at you, which I know is that's the, the high school thing. But you know what? You know why people might be looking at you? Because you're wearing a Target yes. on your chest. Yes. A tie-dye Target with yes. a blue
0: background. D- didn't you think limited too when you saw it? Oh. Absolutely. Yes. That, like, that was a child's shirt too. It was <laughs> so small. It's like a child's swim top.
1: <laughs> it was the kind of thing like if you ever like impromptu go over to someone's house on a Sunday and you can tell it's laundry day by the yeah. outfit they're wearing because they would never wear it out of the house. Yeah. That's what that Target shirt yeah. is. That oh, is God. not to be worn at school when you're worried that people are going to look at you.
0: No. And – When I saw that top, I immediately smelled like blue glittery antibacterial (laughs) goo, like razzleberry scent. That's so limited too.
1: Poor Buffy. She was going through emotional things and we were just staring at her shirt being like two thumbs down, girl. Yeah.
0: I was like, whoa. That was the first outfit that I was not pleased with, Buffy-wise.
1: Yeah. I mean, that one, definitely hall of shame behavior. Yes. Like that goes –
0: Oh, and then Xander's top when she's talking to him – it looks, <laughs> it looks like um, like exhilaration brand, um, like dorm sheet set.
1: <laughs> he has troubles. I feel bad for Xander because I feel like they are trying to give him this character of like quirky and kind of like oddball, but not cool. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like the costume designer leans really hard on the
0: not cool. Yes. Like, yes. Oh.
1: I mean, or maybe I just misremember the 90s.
0: I just didn't remember, like, polyester shirts being as popular as Xander believes them to be.
1: True. I mean, there was a phase – and again, I was more interested in girls' fashion because that's what I wore. Yeah. But there was a phase of, like, thrifted stuff. Yeah. Like wearing a thrifted bowling shirt yes. or whatever. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, there was that phase. There
1: was that phase. But Xander's not even that cool.
0: No. He
1: looks like he went to the store, like the JC Penny, and spent thirty dollars on each of these awful shirts. Yes.
0: He spent thirty dollars nineteen ninety-eight
1: money <laughs> on that
0: horrendous shirt.
1: <laughs> um yeah, it's 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 not good. Oh, I he, <laughs> Sorry, I just what did you have
0: any notes. Whoa, Buffy's baby blue tie-dye.
1: <laughs> That's what I wrote in my notes. Yeah. I wrote she's wearing a freaking bullseye. <laughs> what are you doing, girl? Oh, oh. Um but I do empathize with Buffy. It's tough. Yeah. Um, okay. Now I will admit something that I don't think I've said before. Uh-oh. But in my, it's not that. It's not oh, okay. It's not like Eric Balfour. Don't <laughs> okay. Worry. Okay. Um, no, <laughs> it is so weird. <laughs> it's not a big deal. But in my first watch of the show, I definitely was shipping Willow and Xander. At this point, I definitely wanted Willow to get the guy that she wanted.
0: Um, okay, I'm gonna say something mm-hmm. horrible. Okay. You're gonna wow, I'm Uh-oh. really embarrassed to say this. What is it? Oh no. I don't think oh, okay, okay. I want You're this really- memorial. <laughs> <laughs> and I okay, I think that the reason why I hate Xander so much now uh-huh. is because at the time yeah. I shipped him and Buffy. The first time oh, I saw the show. Wow. When I was in like however like right. fourth grade. Which is or totally
1: fair. I feel like the show is not telling you I mean, they're both uh unrequited. And so I feel yes. like they're both – they're put on par with one another right now, those two relationships at this point yeah. in the series. Um, though I guess for – yeah, I mean, they really are because Buffy is to Xander. Okay. What for, Xander is to Willow. Yes. And then and and Angel being a spoiler for Xander and Buffy being a spoiler for Willow. Like, I think that they're definitely parallel tracks right now. I think it's fair to have either opinion. Um, so don't be ashamed.
0: I mean, it, but the thing is that, like, Xander's behavior now is horrendous. It is horrendous. And I, I think the thing that did turn me off when I was, um, a kid was the next episode. Oh, the pack. Yeah. Okay. Where I was like, oh, I don't like that he would, we'll get to it. Yeah.
1: And for me with. I, since we're we're admitting dark Buffy secrets, um, for me, I think I didn't give up on Willow being happy with the guy that she wanted until another guy entered the picture for her. Right. So my shame is, and I'm not ashamed of it, but when I rewatch these episodes now, like especially the scene where um they pretend to be on a double date. And she's like, it's just inevitable that we would get together. Oh, where you're like, oh, please. I was like, as a shipper, like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is inevitable, even though I know exactly
0: – I know exactly what's going to happen.
1: I have full future view of their relationship.
0: I actually – I love that scene, though. I think it's, I laughed out loud yeah. in that scene because it was pretty funny. Like, when they're, mm-hmm. like, hugging each other, the, the like, framing of that shot, yeah. it it's really funny – um, just, like, visually it's very funny. And then when Xander's like – because, you know, the fun. I, was, I thought that was actually <laughs> yeah. pretty funny.
1: And I think that – Because it's so yeah. unpleasant for yes
0: everyone. Right.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I think Xander – I think I like Xander more outside of his desire for Buffy. I think if yes. you took away his desire for Buffy, I would have as much empathy for him as I do for Willow right now. Cause I love, yeah. like, it's early, but I already, I mean, I. I love Willow. I love Willow. And right now, she's so sweet and. Yeah. Unbroken. <laughs> like, oh, she's just. she's
0: Louise, yeah.
1: I mean, when she cries, I cry. Um. Yeah. So, which we haven't, the crying happens
0: when we get to the next. Yeah. Ugh. Well, okay. So just to finish up. Yes. Um, whatever talk this episode is. Never uh, kill a boy. Never kill a
1: boy on the first date. Because you know, you know that old saying about how you should Ugh. never kiss a boy on a first date because then you're a slut?
0: What the fuck? Oh, okay. That's what Sander Was would it a say. thing? Is yeah. It a th- no, it is. Is it a saying?
1: Yeah, it is. Okay.
0: Um, is
1: it like boys don't make passes at girls who wear glasses? Is it like that famous?
0: Oh God. I've never heard that. Oh, I hate that.
1: Oh, it's a real thing. I mean, it, I think it's definitely out of vogue. It is. But when I was a kid, it was, yeah, I wore glasses. Yeah. That's why I remember it probably. Yeah. Ugh. Like no one wants to neckle with people who have freckles. I just <laughs>
0: – Oh, my God. Wait. Did you make that up? I did. Oh, that was, it was so I, gross. I didn't have a lot neckle. of time <laughs> to come up with something
1: that rhymes with freckle. So I'm actually – for a thing that no, two people might do to each other, neckle yeah. sounds like it could be a thing.
0: Well, because necking is a thing. Yeah.
1: That's why. Yeah. You see my – you see how I, I made up that that horrible saying that now I want to cross-stitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, oh, I love, or I love, I don't love this. Okay. I felt very bad for Buffy when mm-hmm. she kind of realized that Owen was like fetishizing her. Yeah. I, that, ugh, I, my heart broke for her. Absolutely. There. Like when Giles like kind of comes up behind and like, mm-hmm. he gets it. He does. And in that moment I was like, Giles. Of course you were. I knew you. Was, <laughs> you knew that moment. E- you'd
1: eat it up. <laughs>
0: He gets it and he's like – he's like, I understand. Mm -hmm. I was like that. And doesn't he say like it's the worst kind of lie or something like that? He says something about sacrifice not being that great.
1: Mm -hmm. But also him revealing his past as a watcher because he's an unconventional watcher too. Oh, absolutely. And so I think they are, you know, as much as I don't think they're romantic. No, 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 no. But they – you know, if you believe in destiny – He was destined to be her
0: watcher. They are meant for each other in the capacity that they are there for each other. (laughs) I laughed that Giles hid in the drawer. Yeah. In the morgue drawer and was like (laughs) laying on a corpse. (laughs) (laughs) He has no fear. He doesn't. I mean that – I feel like he played that off – I mean I guess it's Sunnydale. Yeah. I think I'm looking at this through like a Los Angeles lens. (laughs) But I mean I guess like – Wow. Are you
1: saying that tomorrow night you don't want to come with me and do some Morgling?
0: <laughs> we're just gonna lay on these corpses. That's horrifying. That's um, horrifying. And then I also just wrote Stop with the Frosted Lip.
1: Don't it, hold your breath, bud. It's no, I I would
0: die. <laughs> it's
1: so intense. It is intense, but it was absolutely
0: in vogue. It was. It was. That like mocha frosted lip was so popular. So popular. Um, I was just really, really shocked at how dumb Owen was. But isn't that true, though, like the guys that, like, claim to be really smart mm-hmm. are, like, kind of street dumb?
1: I think that's true. I also think that any person who talks about how smart they are or tries to prove how smart they are is probably has one of the lowest IQs of the yes. room. Because yes. people who are secure in their intelligence don't have to prove it. No. Like, you'll, they demonstrate it with every thing they say and thing they do, cause it's inherent to them. Yeah. Whereas I think that if you spend a lot of time talking about Emily Dickinson and how you're, you relate Ugh. to her, like, that, to me, it's posture. Means you picked a book, and even if, it, no, I shouldn't even say that. It, even if it does speak to you, yeah. There's literally thousands of authors that could touch you because you're a human being with a capacity for empathy. So uh, I'm glad this one worked for you, bud. But no, I was not impressed with that one.
0: And like how stupid he was when they were in the morgue Mm -hmm. and like Xander and and Willow are like barricading the door and he's like, what are you guys doing? (laughs) And they're just like, oh, just in case. And he's like, all right, I'll just look around. I'm like, Hello? How like we? You guys are in a morgue and they're barricading the walls. Like, aren't or the doors? Aren't you scared at all? Nope. Ugh.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm glad we got an Owen because yes, Buffy's romance, romantic life becomes a very large theme throughout the series, and so I think yeah. that I'm glad that early we established a normal high school boy who's in her classes who doesn't know about her night job isn't gonna cut it. No. So that the other choices that she makes in light of that feel more natural or feel like that's where what her options are. Yeah. Because she is Sarah Michelle Gellar. She is, like, ridiculously gorgeous. Yes. And very kind. Yeah. And, like, funny. I mean, come on. She should have her pick of that school.
0: Absolutely. And she's not, like – like, <laughs> this is so <laughs> – <laughs> shitty but like she's not like gorgeous like cordelia is where it's like like classically very beautiful Mm -hmm. she's like i don't know that she's got like a quality about her that's Mm -hmm. like very compelling and interesting yes
1: well i think it's also how she's played well yeah she's like funky and fun yes i think that because i I, because if i think of the movie cruel intentions yes in that Sarah Michelle Gellar is totally that Cordelia, untouchable, yes, yes. ridiculously hot person. Yes. And it's not like she – it's not like she dropped 30 pounds or, no. you know, like had plastic surgery between that one. No. We, who knows? Who she, knows? <laughs> 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 we're so LA. We're like, yeah, she probably had work done, but don't worry about it. <laughs> um But no, it's just – I think that part of it is how Buffy is played as such like an, an earnest person.
0: Yeah, and I think that shows through. I mean, it, it definitely like colors how I mm-hmm. perceive her.
1: And sometimes she walks in the hall with a big target on her chest. Oh my god!
0: I mean, how are the boys not lining up? That satin shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna have nightmares. <laughs> one last question about mm-hmm. that episode. Owen is a loose end,
1: isn't he? Yeah, I mean, it's funny because some shows, because I, I watch a lot of these paranormal things. Yes, yeah. I like it. Um, you get teens and paranormal together. Oh boy. I'm going to watch at least 25 episodes. <laughs> um and often secrecy is very important. And Giles yes. even says secrecy is you important. You can't tell anyone. But in Sunnydale it's not they really don't close their loose ends. No. I people mean people see demons all the time and then just go back to school.
0: Yeah, and people are saved by Buffy all the time. People are murdered. Two yeah. girls
1: died in a locker room. Yeah. Earlier the season and we're never going to hear about them again. We Nor should we. Yeah, they were kind of the worst. <laughs> but um, yeah, a bunch yeah. of people trying for cheerleading at one point lost their eyes or their mouth. Oh, my God. And nobody's going to talk about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just interesting that in that episode, Giles is mm-hmm. like, you can't let anyone know. And then I guess he does get bonked on the head while she does all the big fighting.
1: Yes. He doesn't know. He thinks she's just a bad girl. He thinks she's – Yeah, okay. He thinks of her like Joyce thinks of her.
0: That's true. He doesn't see her do that round off off of the off of <laughs> okay. the morgue table. Wow. Oh, Just step op- down.
1: There in the next episode there's some rough stu- stunt double stuff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this episode I think it was pretty good. It was fine. It was fine. It was yeah, and I loved, I mean, I was so happy to see the patrolling training sequence. Uh, I so loved that. That that's the kind of Buffy fight I like to see.
0: Yeah. I mean, and then moving on to um the pack. I almost said the herd. Not that. <laughs>
1: Um, oh my god, if it had been an elephant, <laughs> that would have been the best. They're all like afraid of mice. Yeah, is that like a true like, Stomping around. It? I don't know. It's definitely true in movie in, like cartoons. Yeah. Like Dumbo. Right? Yeah. I Dumbo's think, mom is afraid of a mouse, right? Yeah, I think in popular animated culture, <laughs> my uh, elephants are afraid of mice. I don't they also eat peanuts. I don't know if that's real, but I like the idea of Xander being afraid of a mouse. I do too. Let's make it happen.
0: Okay. (laughs) Write a fanfic about that. Yeah, let's do it. Uh,
1: Okay. So the The pack. pack.
0: We don't see any patrols in this one.
1: No. We start off at Sunnydale Zoo because Sunnydale is big enough to have a zoo.
0: Why? Why do they have a zoo?
1: I was thinking about it. In Orange County, is there just an Orange County zoo?
0: You know what? There's a Santa Ana Zoo. There's small zoos. There are actually. So
1: maybe it's based on that. I grew up outside of a major – I grew up outside D.C., so we just had the National Zoo. (laughs) <laughs> which my little like and I didn't come from a small town it was a small city but yeah Rockville didn't have its own zoo like yeah, no. you went to the big city
0: I mean you Torrance, didn't put elephants
1: in your small in your town no. like we had a we had libraries yeah we had some subway stations but we didn't have any elephants
0: no and Torrance where it was filmed yeah. we did not have a zoo <laughs> we had a marsh all right madrona marsh visit Yeah,
1: you're very nice <laughs> Um, We had protected wetlands. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you weren't allowed on them because no. they are protected. Um, um, so yeah, they're at the so zoo. Yeah, they're at the zoo and we encounter a group of mean kids. Yeah. It's weird that the word bully is not used that was in the weird. episode. They keep calling them mean kids. Why not
0: the <sighs> word bully?
1: I don't know. And this is pre-Mean Girl. Like that book, yeah. um, the Queen Bee book, wasn't out So I don't know – did people not use the word bully? No, they did. Right? They did. So it's just weird that we don't call them bullies because that's what they are. They aren't the cool kids. No. Necessarily. We don't really – they don't seem to have any other friends. No. People are afraid of them. Yeah. They get pleasure out of humiliating fellow students.
0: Yeah, they're just bad. Yeah, they're bullies. They're bullies. I don't get why we didn't – no, weird. that word was never used in that episode. It should episode. be
1: called – instead of the pack, it should be called the bullies.
0: The bullies. Oh, that would have been great.
1: Yeah, it would have actually been kind of fun. Um, so <laughs>
0: – <laughs> They all get hyena glowy eyes, them and Zander. Right.
1: Are we going to talk about the the implications of the music played, the African uh, – Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, we could just ignore it and pretend it's not there, but it's
0: no. We should talk about it. It's rough.
1: I mean, that I feel like the final scene is the most egregious. Uh, yes. <laughs> but oh. just when he mentions they're from Africa,
0: already th-
1: I'm like, uh oh, uh oh. The music starts playing. Like, it's like, there's and it's like not even Lion King music. No,
0: it's just like donka donka donka, <laughs> and then, like with like ah, like yeah. I was like, what? What? It's what you would expect in like a '60s movie. No, it is it's very um, um like not Harlequin, but it's very like, I don't know, it just like it's so just like uh I don't know, their other. Like like yeah. once Africa comes into play, they're like, oh God, these mystical African Yes. And it's this, like weird, like white person's idea of like <laughs> mystical African tribe stuff. Yes.
1: Even the part where and I guess I'm sure it's true on some level, but even the idea that oh, all of these animals are quarantined because they're from Africa.
0: Okay, that Because was they weird. might
1: have Africa bugs? What yeah. are you
0: talking about? Yeah, that was because <laughs> – like, okay, when he said quarantine, I was like – I expected him to be like, they're, they're sick. They're sick. But he was like, because they're from Africa. And I was like, um. It
1: was just a weird – and maybe that's how zoos work. I don't know enough about zoos. Know. Maybe when you bring an animal from another another uh, ecosystem, yeah. you do keep them quarant- – I can see why you quarantine them from other animals, right? But why – I mean, we do – Guys, secretly, the zookeeper is evil and he has plot. He's yeah. plotting. But Willow and Buffy are not surprised. They don't seem, they're, they're not like, like, oh, they're not like, oh yeah, like African animals. You need to keep them in a corner.
0: Yeah. And, and not let well, humans look at them. Yeah, they, the, the, that's the weird part. Cause like they, you're right. Okay, fine. If you have like these, um, you're like shipping these hyenas from yeah. another country and you've got like other hyenas that mm-hmm. you, are going to introduce them to each other. Yeah. Maybe you're like, oh, we got to make sure that none of them are carrying any diseases that the other might not have been exposed to. They are just hyenas by themselves. Uh Uh-huh. I don't understand what they're being quarantined from.
1: And it's a zoo exhibit. Yeah. Like, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. And you can't catch anything from an animal in a zoo exhibit unless it's a petting zoo.
0: You can catch a spirit.
1: Well, yeah, you guys, <laughs> yes, I'm wrong. You can't can. catch the thing. I I had forgotten the because I this is not an episode that I rewatched. No, right. I only rewatch when I'm doing what we're doing together, which is oh, I don't think we've talked about this. The different ways to rewatch Buffy.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Um, I like the kind we're doing right now, where you start at the beginning and mm-hmm. you go all the way through. But I will also sometimes make little marathons, mm-hmm. like um, one-off Buffy boyfriends. So I'll oh, just that's watch fun. all a bunch of those. Or um, but. Also, I'll do like breakups. Mm -hmm. I'll do Spike, who is a character that we have not met yet in this, but like, I'll do a Spike marathon where Mm -hmm. I do my favorite Spike episodes. So, but the pack doesn't fit into any of my
0: little (laughs) marathons. Nor should it
1: ever. So I had forgotten that the little, the, and I just called him Lil' because I'm mean. The the kid that they're bullying. Yeah. Does not, I thought he was going to join the pack. I I thought he was. I was like, oh, that'll be kind of good for him. He has no (laughs) friends. <laughs> this demonic possession will
0: be great for him.
1: It would have been. He would have felt a sense of community that he's yeah. never felt before. Because you know that kid had no friends. No, yeah. he didn't have any friends. Um, because he was willing to hang out
0: with the guys who just bullied him. Oh, it's like that's God. sad. Ugh. And when they all turn on him in the dodgeball game.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Okay, so we just establish Xander and all these. Oh right, right, right. The punks, getting away. They all get. What, you used a great word for it. I said,
0: uh, hyena glowy eyes.
1: Hyena glowy eyes. And they become part hyena? Yeah, like possessed
0: by hyena spirits.
1: But they also
0: have like a little bit of themselves. Like they know.
1: Yes, they know everything that they know.
0: So I guess it's like vampires, where it's like.
1: I think it's like vampires, but it's also, at least Buffy says it's getting worse. Right. Because, honestly, Xander passes in the first time we see him. He sniffs Buffy's hair, but, like, that's almost something regular Xander would
0: do. Fine, fine. He's a little bit of an asshole. And then he, like, locks eyes with the
1: hyenas when they walk in. (laughs) But he, like, doesn't go sit with them or anything. No, he he
0: just, like, looks at them. He just looks
1: at them. (laughs) Like a weirdo.
0: Like, after stealing Buffy's croissant yeah.
1: and then And then acting like her, he
0: not, didn't know what it was. I'm like, how could you – It's like Obviously, it's a croissant.
1: You knew there was no raw meat in it.
0: Also, <laughs> I like – I did find it funny, even though it's
1: part of him being a creep, when he sniffed her and she's like – and he's like, did you bathe? Oh, yeah. And she's like, I do all the time. And he's like, oh, that's okay. Yeah. Like, that was so funny. Like, yeah, as, as really if right. – Yeah. He would prefer that she'd be as stinky. Of course he did. He was a yeah. hyena. Yeah. He wanted, he hyena, wanted hyena. dirty smells. Um – Uh, Okay, so so much slow-mo with these. I wrote too much (laughs) slow-mo and backlit Xander. There's too – it was so long. I wonder if it was like he couldn't look cool enough. Because we saw him in a leather jacket trying to look cool a couple episodes ago. Yes. I didn't quite nail it.
0: But in this,
1: honestly – and again, we're admitting our true former Xander appreciation.
0: (laughs) He does seem cooler. He does. He looks cooler and – he and his friends mm-hmm. are all now wearing hyena colors. Like, they all start wearing hyena colors. <laughs> it's like olive green and brown. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah.
1: Um. It's so much slow-mo. Okay. The other part of the, the hyena part that I think is the worst – like, there's a lot about this episode that I don't appreciate. I think the thing I find most – like – No one could defend this to me. And maybe you will. Maybe you're like, oh no, it's delightful. Mm -hmm. When the hyena, when the, when the hyena spirit has created this pack, when these people, these human beings who have gotten stronger, but don't, when they're together, sometimes, There's hyena sounds. Okay. (laughs) How are there hyena sounds? Like, and we don't see – they're not making these sounds. It's just like (laughs) – in the background. Whose sounds? Where are these sounds? (laughs) Where are these sounds coming from? Like, that's not ambient noise. No. (laughs) No. Hyena noise is not just like, no, no.
0: I – okay. The way I was interpreting the hyena sounds – Okay. Was that like, it's not actually there. It's just there for us, the viewer.
1: Because we didn't see the hyenas at the beginning. Like, and It's honestly, reminding us that they're oh, hyenas. We are going to get it by the I'll go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they are hyenas. We've all seen the lion. They're King. wearing hyena colors. And honestly, the hyena part is not the most important. The most important part is they're evil, strong, and, and move like a pack. Yeah. And that they attack people. And they attack people. But it doesn't, those were unnecessary sounds. I
0: didn't need it. I didn't need it. I didn't need the I didn't forget sound. about the hyenas. No. Um poor principal Flutie and Herbert. Oh, I have a question about Herbert. Yes. Did your school have a live animal? Nope. Neither did mine. I mean, we were the Rockets, it would have been weird. <laughs> okay, we were the Spartans, so it would probably just be like a, a man. <laughs>
1: It's like a man. <laughs> he was one of the 300. Yeah. And you're just like, hey, I got a job for you. Um, Herbert yeah. looks very cute, though. Herbert was super cute. I forgot what was going to happen to him. Yeah, I mean, I remembered pretty quick. I did think it was cute that they put little uh, spikes on his yeah. back. Like, yeah, all yeah, of the, and the thing on his helmet. Like, he was cute. I like the Buffy is the one who could tame him. <laughs> I know when she grabs him. She's so cute, so cute when she's holding him. But he got eaten alive. Or did they kill him first?
0: No, they ate him alive. They ate him alive. So that's um, pretty fucked up. <clears throat> yeah.
1: I mean, though, not quite as fucked up as Xander being mean to Willow and making her cry.
0: Okay, that, when he throws the dodgeball at her, that, cause that's like the beginning of yeah. him being mean to her. Well, he like kind of was dismissive to her earlier. Um, oh, with
1: the geometry thing? Yeah. I think he was dismissive to her, but it didn't feel like, I mean, it was rude and not the way you should treat a friend. But it wasn't cruel to her. It was like indifferent to her feelings. Well, and Whereas also later he's he just tries to destroy her emotions,
0: right? Also, though, like he, you kind of see the beginning of what he's going to do to her mm-hmm. um when he like when he comes and eats uh, her croissant, uh, yeah. Buffy's croissant, yeah. And ugh, fucking Willow, she's like, Xander, you don't seem like yourself. Like, are you? Did I do something wrong? Oh God! When she says that, I wrote yeah. Willow. Come on. She's like, <laughs> did I do something wrong? No. 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 But then when – his response to her, he's just like, what could you possibly do? Which kind of implies like what you do does not affect yep. me. And that was so – I mean, I felt very like protective of Willow in that moment. Sure. I was like, fuck you, Xander. Yeah. But yeah, when he humiliates her in front of the pack. So wrong. Yeah.
1: I did like – And I think this is a theme, especially in the first couple of seasons, that there are some things that Buffy is safe from in the way that the pack respects her when they're all playing dodgeball. Because she's the one who's on the other team. Yeah. Like, they should have all thrown their balls at her.
0: Well, they know that they can't take her. Yeah,
1: they know they can't take her. And so they pick on someone else. So in a lot of ways, it's kind of – it falls to Buffy to protect – protect him protect yeah. yeah protect the people protect the people who are, don't have her powers yeah so <laughs> so it's like so it's it's fun to see that that is like a better that's not something she has to learn that's something so instinctual to her and so but something also that she has to deal with because people who are bullies aren't going to pick on the slayer no cuz they can't they can't pick on her they can't get her
0: Also, okay, I was kind of noticing – so you know how – I mean it's – everyone at this point pretty much knows that like there's something going on with Buffy, right? Sure. Like they're like – she fights and she's kind of strong. When the bullies come up to her in the Mm -hmm. zoo and they're like, what are you going to do? Like are you you going to – Fight us? I was like – yeah, something like that. And I was like, "Why? why? Like what if she takes you up on that? Like you Mm -hmm. are dead. She would never kill you.
1: Okay, but I don't know if everyone there knows she's stronger than – the two dudes and two girls I don't know that everyone knows she's stronger than four people I okay. think they have feel like they have strengths and numbers
0: I see I mean they are a pack already before the whole thing
1: yeah but me but you're right it, it it I wouldn't pick on her no I would not don't with mess with her also calling her friendless is weird because literally her first day of school she got two best friends
0: like yeah. she's
1: not she's no Owen she does not eat lunch by herself.
0: It's one of those things where, like, have you ever had – I mean, were you ever bullied?
1: Um, not actively.
0: Okay. I was bullied a lot. I'm sorry. It, it's fine. But, like, there were times when, like, bullies would, like, say something to you mm-hmm. and you'd just be like, that's just not – not even true. Like, there's <laughs> not – the, and there's no grain of truth to that. Like, ugh. It, and it, it's one of those things where, where the, when they're like, you're friendless, it's like, no. This is the first time you've probably ever seen her without yeah. her two best friends.
1: Yep. And I mean, you could say you're friends with losers.
0: Great. That's probably would sting more.
1: You're friends with a guy who's about to sexually assault you. Yeah. And then never apologizes for it because he pretends like he forgot.
0: Okay. Wow. We have to talk about that.
1: (laughs) I know. That's so, I just jumped ahead. But come on, bud.
0: Uh, Xander the rapist, attempted rapist. (sighs) I think, yeah. Can I just say that if, if this show were now? Uh huh. His attempted rape would have happened at the top of the episode yeah, and then the entire episode would have been like Buffy trying to deal with like the fact that her friend had the capacity to do this to her even despite the fact that he was demonized or whatever. I don't think
1: they would have had him do it. Well, they never would have had him do it. He's a good guy. No, right. You know, know, he's on – he's on her team. Right. He's not – we're not supposed to think he's a date rapist.
0: And that was so – the way the girls laughed, like when he was like, oh, did I do anything else embarrassing or whatever? And the fact that, first of all, that's framed as embarrassing for him. And then when the girls were just like, mm-hmm, no, yeah. I was like, whoa. The fact that they are just like, mm, we're just going to drop that. And
1: here's the thing. He should have apologized. No. Honestly. He should than, have apologized. I don't think it's on them. I don't think Willow owes him anything. No. Like – anything and I don't think Buffy owes him anything. Like it absolutely falls on him
0: to be to to acknowledge what he's done. Because he yeah. does remember it. And like while well, yes, like Buffy easily dispatched Not that. Him. Easily I mean, yeah. I mean, there was the part where he pinned her against the wall. Yeah. Like that. And I know that she was right then like, should I – like I like, shouldn't... I like it when you're scared. Oh, my God. And then he went, oh, and then he maxed on her neck. Yeah. That part, I almost barfed. That was so gross. Mm. Um but yeah, I, I totally agree that he should have – because I don't like that – I really don't fucking like that that was played off as a joke. Like yeah. And him just being like – Oh, I'm really embarrassed. And then Giles being like, I'll keep your secret. And yep. I'm like, whoa, whoa, Giles, Giles. Yeah. Unacceptable. I was all on board. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. Like that was really and then we can move on to the the next really upsetting moment.
1: Oh, you mean the um the white zookeeper when he put on uh warrior African warrior Face paint paint and a robe and then tried to and then like hit
0: Giles, with some sort of, like, shaman stick? Yes.
1: Now, maybe the show is double savvy and is trying to show that this man is trying to appropriate things. Right. Or create He's things evil. And, but it really felt more like the show was implying that that's what – in the wilds of Africa – That's what happens. That that kind of magic is just how you people interact.
0: It – it did. It was, like, portraying, like, that magic and, like, mm-hmm. that, like, exotic – that's what I hated. The like, exotic yeah. – exoticization of mm-hmm. it. So it's, like, this, like, exotic uh magic that smells of spices, like, is evil. Yeah. And, like, this white guy, he likes it because he wants power. and But that's, right. like, the cheap way to get power.
1: There's no reason he needed to wear a face paint or a
0: costume. When he came out. I was so shocked. Like, my jaw was dropped. I was like, oh, my God, he is wearing full face paint. Shocking. Yeah. It's just so crazy how, like, I guess tone deaf, like, the this episode really was problematic on a lot of levels.
1: I think it was. I think that things were happening that were fairly serious and the – The episode didn't want to deal with him in a serious way. I mean, the principal was fucking murdered, guys. He was
0: eaten alive by people. There's a lot of, like, excusing – because that's the problem too because a big theme in this show is, like, when you're possessed or when you are becoming a vampire, Mm -hmm. you're not you. Right. But here's the fucked up part. You kind of are. Yeah. Because, like – I mean, I don't want to get into this now because it's kind of like discussing things that happen very far in the Mm -hmm. future. But, like, we do see that, like, if some vampires Mm -hmm. aren't just demons walking in a dead person's skin. Like, they are people and are remnants, like, I mean, at least informed by who they were before they died. And so are kind of a part of you. And so, like, that to me is tricky because it's like – We're like, oh, well, you know, it wasn't really Xander. It wasn't Mm -hmm. really those kids. It was like the hyena demon. Right. But Xander remembers it. Mm -hmm. The demon knew everything that Xander knows. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that – it just like was – it really was, like you said, like trying to make light of this and like act like it was a joke and like added some like funky music in the background. Mm -hmm. I don't know. This episode is one of my least favorite episodes.
1: I am with you on that. I definitely agree. I do think – and this goes with what you're saying about when people are possessed and that happens – I mean, hold on to your seatbelts, kiddos. (laughs) Everyone you see is going to be possessed at some point or have a doppelganger or – just just wait. Um, (laughs) Just wait. But one of the things I really like – in the show or I find very interesting is what you can tell about a relationship between two characters in how quickly one character notices that the other character is having trouble. Yes. Um, And there are certain instances where you can really tell that two characters are disconnected because they don't see these warning signs. Whereas in this, Buffy sees it pretty quickly. Oh. I mean no, from the first like, night. Buffy's like something
0: is wrong. Yeah. And like the only reason Willow doesn't really see it is because like – She's always, like, looking into herself to see what she right. did wrong. And she
1: wants to make allowances for him. She Ugh. wants to cut Ugh. him slack. That's yeah. part of their dynamic. But, yeah, Buffy instantly yeah, she is, knows like, there's something's up. Right. And that's because she knows him. Um, I think for Buffy, people don't always have the same awareness of her that she has for the people around her. And part of that, I'm no. sure, is slayer senses or something, but I think in, sh- that's part of why she's a good friend. Yeah. Totally. she does under, she does, you know, she takes the pulse of the people around her.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, we, this is like the, wait, did, did Giles get bonked on the head last yes. episode? Oh, wait. He did get bonked on the head this episode. This episode. Uh, Never Kill a Boy. No, he just hides, right? He, he just hides. goes into he the. He hides
1: with the corpse.
0: Oh, no, he gets, he gets his head bonked. The, um, the, God Southerner vampire, oh, yeah, like, throws him.
1: Yeah, you're right. He gets hit in the head a lot.
0: So this is a lot of firsts. Yeah. These two episodes, I feel like. Well, actually, basically just the last. One. Not not the herd, the pack.
1: I mean, it was the first time a principal gets murdered.
0: Yeah. And then I'm trying to remember, do we meet the new principal next episode? No, they just mentioned, like, the vice
1: principal is going to take over.
0: Okay. So, yeah.
1: We'll see when we get to see that, but – Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Xander, I I know that I liked him the first time I watched this show. I did. Right now, he's mostly shut up Xander to me. So hopefully, I'd like to start liking him again.
0: I would too. And I think we will once – oh, God, but there's some rocky shit ahead. Yeah. Well (sighs) – I feel like we've had a somber end to okay, a lot so of these here's, episodes. Okay, so here's
1: here's what I will say though. And I don't know if there's even We didn't do the compliment sandwich. We didn't. We just we... dumped on him. <laughs> we just said horrible things about him for so long. Okay. Next week we really will do. Okay. When we do Angel and Iron Robot Eugene.
0: Yeah. We okay. iRobot Eugene is rough. That is a bad episode.
1: <laughs> Robots are not the best uh are not the strength of the show. The show no, does not do robots, no. does witches and vampires much better. Yes. Oh, but I did want to say, and I don't know if this will quite end it on a high note, because I think we'll just both sigh, <laughs> but I was feeling like you when I saw, uh, Giles leaving that closet. He's like, his tie was loosened. His Wait, what closet, was on, what closet? Um, at the zoo. <gasps> Oh, okay. And he's like, um, come stumbling yeah, out okay. and like, he's all yeah. disheveled. No, like, I, I wrote disheveled dials. Like, oof.
0: Yeah, okay. No, when he stumbles out, I was like, huh, oh, you look a little bit <laughs> must. <laughs> like, he looked great. Ugh. Yeah. And it's so weird how, like, I thought he was so old when I first watched oh, no! He's it. Like, I thought great he was age. like 85 when I first watched it. <laughs> and now he, I'm like, he is at his prime. Like, oof. he looks. On point. Every he every single time. Oh yeah, no. Great way to end that. Yeah, let's
1: just think oh, about disheveled Giles.
0: Imagine disheveled Giles. <sighs> Alright. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Or we'll speak to you, I guess. Uh with Angel <laughs> and I and iRobot Eugene. That was real fun. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Denise Nugent for her amazing work designing our album art. Theme song is Medusa's on the Loose by the Crypts. For questions, comments, and the like, email us at hellmouthy at gmail.com. See you next week.